Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Takeaways Podcast with me, Alex, from Alex's Kitchen Story. And me, Emma, from my from my adult house here. <laughs> I've made it. This is what 31 looks like. It's literally my favourite thing every week, hearing what you're going to come up with <laughs> each time. I absolutely love it. <laughs> and they're always humbling. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. I think this is going to be our second official podcast. If you haven't listened to last week's, shame on you. Go back. Go <laughs> There's back. really no need. It's a ripper. <laughs> it's a ripper. Not to worry if you, if you missed it. I can't remember. By the end of it, I was quite um, I was quite drunk by the end of it, so maybe don't go back. <laughs> anyway. Um, let's kick off with what did you have for dinner last night? Oh, straight into My it. favourite segment. Okay. Um, well, last night... We went to market because we went and saw Hamilton last night, which is obviously oh, so good. So and then, good. So good. Oh, my God. Maddie, halfway through, turned to me and goes, wow, this is an amazing story. I was like, yeah, and like this and this and this is true. And she was like, what? Uh, he was real. She was like, what? <laughs> he was a real person. In her defense, when I went for the first time, I was like, I had no idea all the founding fathers were black. This is such a plot twist. Slavery still existed, but... Yeah, I was like, wow, that's so interesting. I can't believe that it happened that I way. those men in positions of power. Yeah, as I went through, I was like, no. No. Surely I've missed something here. And then I Googled it at intermission and figured it out. Unfortunately, not the case. But apparently Lin-Manuel Miranda worked on it for seven years and his roommate at college was like, stop it. Like, what are you doing? He'd be like, every night, just working away. And he'd be like, you're making a hip hop play about the founding fathers like get a fucking grip and then he absolutely killed it i watched the time that he first introduced it and sung the first song the alexander hamilton song alexander sorry just naming them after myself so are you <laughs> and sung it to barack obama and a number of other people in a massive audience that was the first time he'd performed the song it was the first time yeah it was like the teaser for it before it launched how did he swing that when he was a nobody i don't know actually I assumed he was a somebody. Maybe he was. We'll have to circle back to this when we've done more research. Back to dinner. We went to Mark Awards, which was really nice. I had like a dal curry. Oh, fun. Which one? Victoria? Oh, yeah, nice. I've only been there once and it wasn't very warm and I've always thought I'd like to go back there on a day that it's warm. Was it busy there? I feel like it's never busy there it either. fucking packed. We had to join tables with this like random Kiwi girl who was super nice and I started talking to her about Jacinda and like it got a bit awkward. Always does controversial topic. But before that we went to the Shakespeare Inn or Shakespeare pub whatever. We got a table and like this is amazing got some like chicken sandwiches Fun. and fries and the fries came out really cold and stale which is disgusting and like I never do this but I was like I'm giving us some fresh ones. She was like, yeah. And then Maddie goes, excuse me, there's a bug on her sandwich. <laughs> and we watched it go on a piece of bread. And then we were like, maybe we just go. The bread was, so I picked the, like, the bread up and like knocked on the table. It was so loud. And then I like, oh, oh, that makes me feel physically unwell. So that was a shame. But then the dal, I got a dal roti and stuff and it was absolutely delicious. Yeah, yum. Delicious. It actually reminds me of the time I was working in a shipping warehouse as a summer job, which sounds like it would be horrific, but it was actually a really good job. It was Monday to Friday. And you know how summer jobs, you always had to work the weekend? Yeah, so I always like, had to work weekends. It was like 7am, started really early, finished at like 4, just Monday to Friday. It was so great. It was over 21st season as well. So I always had Saturdays off and could be there for Friday night 21st. Did you have any chums at the company? Uh, chums meaning friends. Obviously. I've never heard that. <laughs> Jumbly wobbly. It's, have you not? No. 
It was really good. And we wore every single day, just got to wear a polar fleece. They just gave that to us to wear. So like, you didn't have to think about what you were wearing. One day, the friend who I was working there with, we went out for sushi. We got sushi literally every single day for lunch. Couldn't have been us to ever be organized enough to pack a lunch <laughs> in those days. And we went and got sushi for lunch. And a sparrow came into St. Pierre's and was flying around, had a heart attack in the sky. And <laughs> And died and landed in my friend's sushi. And she was like, oh my God, I can't eat It just was a dead sparrow just inside the sushi bunnet. And then we signaled to the man. We were like, look, the sparrow has died in the sushi. What do we do? And he just picked up the punnet of sushi with the sparrow in it, closed it like a coffin, and he just <laughs> chucked it in the bin. And I was like... You can't do that. Like, that sparrow's going to stink in there. Like, you need to get that out. No, give it a little burial. And give it a funeral. So then he got it out of the bin. Oh, he did. Did you say that to him? Yeah, I said, I was like, it's going to really smell for your other customers all day. It was a really hot day. I was like, it's going to absolutely stink. So then he got it out, and then he just went and lay it in the garden outside. So I went and ran a sermon. <laughs> <laughs> all the woodland animals came. We had a proper send-off. What are the fucking chances that it would die above? I know. I think I know the friend you mean, and I don't think she would have taken it well. <laughs> she was having a panic attack. Did you keep eating sushi after that? I think she had to go buy more sushi because she hadn't really eaten. And it kind of wasn't really the store's fault. They didn't, you know, it's not, it wasn't really their mistake. Like the sparrow flew in and died. It wasn't their sparrow. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, last night I had for dinner, I actually made a rice noodle. I posted it. On Instagram, I just had, I was so, I was feeling like quite unwell and I just did like a honey and lemon dressing, peas and rice noodles, posted it because I was like, I'm just not really cooking that much lately. I haven't been giving people many recipes. I'm always feeling guilty that I'm not, but I've just been so tired um, and quite sick. So I just haven't been really up to it. So I made that and I was like, I know it's really boring, but you know, like sometimes people really like just super, super simple, easy, cheap stuff. hundred percent. So I kind of pitched it that way, the caption. Um, posted it on Instagram, and this girl commented saying, is this a joke? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. Way to gig a girl while she's down. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. It had taken me, like, honestly two hours to eat it because I was feeling so unwell, but I just, like, kept going, kept I going. I guess they don't know the news yet. I know, I know. So she wasn't to know, but still, I was like, Wow. That is rough. Mm. And then I went into her profile, and in her bio, she's got mental health advocate. They <laughs> always do. It's always excuse me. <laughs> it's always like lead with kindness or like Psalm thirty six. Yeah, Benjamin forty eight. I don't know what's in the Bible. But then one of my followers, bless her, called her out on it and was like, "Oh, mental health advocate," and she had gone in and seen too. So she was like doing my dirty work for me. I was so grateful oh. to her. I was like, thank you so much, you absolute legend. Oh, that's so nice. I'm glad people are nice to you. This kind of thing is, is you know, I find this quite scary and I hope people are nice to us, even though it's I know, me too. real lowbrow technology at this point in our podcast journey. TikTok can be so vicious, like so, so vicious. And I feel like People from TikTok are like coming over to Instagram and bringing their vicious hatred. It used to be the other way around when it was just young people on TikTok. Everyone was so nice. Oh, really? And really nice. And now everyone's... Yeah. People just like call each other out. Like no one gets away with anything Nothing. on that platform. Nothing. But then Which I read... Them. But then I, yeah, I read the comments to see if people have the same like horrible thoughts I have. Same. And someone always has. And then I'm like, oh, I like it, but I don't. I'm always like, ha ha. 
<laughs> I don't need to say it. Anyway, what a lovely positive start for the pod. <laughs> Who do you want to host or not host for dinner this week? Take us through it. So, look, not super highbrow, but I am desperate to get the lowdown on Taylor Swift and Joe Alwyn. Oh, that's such a good one. I need to know. I'm thrilled you've raised that. <laughs> so many questions and I've been reading all, everything about it and I'm doing my every day and apparently the rumour is he cheated with a co-star. <gasps> I know. I don't know if that's true. More, allegedly. Allegedly. More sources are saying that she was obviously rehearsing a lot and they sort of drifted and he's been filming somewhere else. You just can't date a pop star. It just doesn't work. It's really sad though. Like Lady Gaga said every single time she had her greatest career achievements had led to a breakup. So when she got her first Grammy, her first number one album, I think, and A Star Is Born, each time her partner ended up breaking up with her masculine fragility. Definitely an element of truth in that. But I also think they're away for like a year minimum touring every time they do a new album. My partner was a pop star. Fucking try and stop me being on the road with them. How good. How fun. Um, see, it wouldn't really be for me, I don't think. I don't think I could do that. Oh, life. just hone around and then, like, go to... But, like, what if you wanted your own job, you know? And you're just like, I don't know. You're like a groupie. You're the only groupie. <laughs> and you're in love <laughs> and they're in love with you. I can see how that would be Super appealing fun. to you. But I'm probably a bit more impulsive. I'd just fly around the globe. I would just need my home, you know? I don't need any routine. I don't need a base. You don't need anything. Go with the wind. Nothing. You and a bottle of rosé. It's me. I was just thinking that. <laughs> just me and the rosé. <laughs> Times are tight with, with the cosy lives right now. And I'm, I'm sampling a bottle of Kylie Minogue rosé. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, back to back to T-Swiss. And then so apparently his camp, like someone he knows, leaked the story. And so she's been a little yeah, bit I did read on that. the back foot a bit. She's... I just think, it, and then she's had like an appearance with like Blake Lively and Gigi and stuff. And it's kind oh, of yeah, like, I, saw that I feel like I get that. And it might have flown in like 2014, but now, but it's so transparent that she's just trying to be seen. I know. Like, she actually wanted to have a girls' night, go to the back room at Carbon and like have people come in one by one. So people speculate, like, totally. don't have the full squad coming around. She's also got them all to unfollow him. Well, I mean, they may have done that. I saw that. To be fair. I do want to know what happened because I know that she can paint exes in a really like villainy light. So I don't know. Maybe she dumped him for her new album. Well, maybe they just drifted. I think they said she needs material. (laughs) 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 Apparently they just like drifted and decided to have a break and she thought he'd be hankering to have her back and he's not and so that's why it's gone sour it's such a shame though i was so happy i thought she was done he's gorgeous well i thought they were married i think they are that was the rumors that were going around last year they had got married messed up so maybe she has sent around the rumor about him cheating i wouldn't be surprised should i love to know so wait who are you having for dinner her or him oh he might be on a bit of a warpath vengeance I reckon he could be more interesting. Lover, he could. She's so PR trained. He's also British, which I feel like would mean he's a little bit more open. We could you know? get him drunk and ask him everything. Whereas I feel like she'd just like bat away every question. I'm just gonna have a little bit of chocolate mm. while we chat. Uh, who would you have? Mine's really boring this week. Again, surprise, surprise. I'm really bad at thinking of them. I want to have Pamela Anderson round just because. Oh. Fuck yeah. I absolutely loved her doco that she did. And she's really like stuck in my mind since then. I'm really intrigued by her. And I also just kind of want to tap into more with her. Like in it, she keeps mentioning and so many 90s celebrities do this where 
they sort of pretend that they didn't do any hard work. And I feel like it was a real thing of the 90s where it was like, I was scouted at an airport. I just happened to go to a model shoot and then I became super famous. You know, like they all have, like Kate Moss does it too. It's probably true. It's not. There's no way they are that famous without working their absolute asses off and being total hustlers. I don't buy it. Interesting. So it's almost like they want to be viewed as like, it just happened to me. I'm so lucky. I'm blessed. Whereas now... Nepo babies have been doing that and now they're getting ripped out for it, which I do love. I think as well, it's sort of a bit more trendy these days to be like, I really worked for my success. Whereas I think in those days that wasn't particularly attractive, especially in a girl. It was just like, oh, you know, I was on a plane and a creepy old man asked me to be a model and now I'm famous and rich, you know? <laughs> 100%. I think people um, are more like, fuck you if stuff comes easier. Life's harder now. I'm really intrigued by that and I would like to understand more from her how hard she actually did have to work and what she did to get to where she is because she, I, she really brushes over that in the doco. Like she just talks about how lucky she is basically. Oh, bless her. She sounds like she had such a hard time with everything in her life. Just got completely fucked over again and again and again. Same as Marilyn Monroe, same as all these women that are now coming forward being like, I lived in the 90s and it was horrible. Do you know actually who I'd like to have with her is Brooke Shields. Oh, I love her. Oh my God, I really same. want to watch her new documentary. What's it called? I don't know. Something Baby. I don't know. But Pretty Baby. This. So maybe that's from, okay, so I read this article the other day. She was 12 and when she like was a breakout star. Yeah. And this article, I don't know if you've read it, but it was like written by this guy reviewing the movie and he was like, oh my God, I wish I could remember the exact quotes. He was like, She's she's a child now, but she's like brimming with sexual desire and potential. Yes, I've read it. It's Holy so shit! It's absolutely oh. feral. I know. And he's like, she's so attractive, and you can like, like her mum signed her up for that movie and got her to do a sex scene. It's bizarre. Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it happens now, and just behind closed doors, a hundred percent. Like Roman Polanski and like Quentin Tarantino going on that rant the other day about defending Roman Polanski, and he was like, yeah, he likes to fuck girls, blah 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 blah, basically defending it. And he was like, he's not a rapist; he's an alleged rapist. And they were like, no, he's a statutory rapist. He's like, oh, well, she wanted it. And they're like, you can't consent. She was 13, and he's like. Well, you know, and they're like, do you even know him? Are you friends with him? He's like, no, I've met him once. Like, why are you so quick to defend this literal pedophile? Like, you must have the same proclivities. Yeah. Why do you care? Why are you defending him? Disgusting. Quentin Tarantino Scott. And like the fact that he's a white man who I think his, I think Django had the most, used the N-word the most times of any movie ever. Like, how dare you? Yeah, that's really gross. I found that movie so unbelievably hard to watch. I just couldn't even get through. It was so sad. Um, so yeah, that's who I want to have this week. I just think she'd be fascinating. She'd have been through it too. Like I reckon she'd be a fucking yeah, she troll woman. Hundred percent. And you look at people like Anna Nicole Smith and these girls who like went off the rails and went crazy and it's like they probably had the hardest lives and just did their best. Totally. They were kids they loved and like looked after, like Britney Spears. God, Britney Spears is such a tragic case, isn't she? I wonder what she's up to now. Now she's free. She'd be a great guest. Yeah, she would, except I honestly don't think I could get through a dinner with her. Like her dancing videos. Have you seen them? How do you speak ill of her, Queen? I'm really thrilled for her that she's free, but I'm like, oh my God. Oh, actually, her tweet, her tweet the other day to Christina Aguilera, she was like, the best way to look skinny is to have fat people around you. <laughs> If I had Christina Aguilera's backup dancers, I'd look tiny. <laughs> Christina unfollowed her. <laughs> Fucking ruthless. Are you for real? It's all unnecessary. Like, so out of the blue, unprompted. Think about yourself. Show like, me on the map where anyone asked. Like, so loose. 
it's like she's stuck in this like really 90s headspace of like I mean, skinniness is still a thing, but not nearly what it was when we were growing up. No, not at all. Sometimes my little sister sees like it's easier for us because now you have to be like have a boobs and nars. I'm like, it's so much easier to work out than to not eat. Like the whole aesthetic when we were growing up was starvation. Anorexic literally. Shitty. Rachel Zoe, thank you for nothing. Except a massive complex. Like now like you look fit and like muscly is, is hot, which is... I mean, I'm neither. It's but kind it's, of annoying though. Like there's always something, you know, it's like, oh, now you need to be really muscly and yeah. I don't know. I'm just like, God's sake. Bodies are like, not trends. Why do we have to have like a trend for it? Can we just be normal, you know, just like healthy, you know, rather than like so extreme. If you keep half the population half starved, we can't do anything about the You've lost power me. imbalances. You've Let me get away from that. No, but if women spend so much time thinking about how they look not thinking about anything else if we told that that's our most important currency blame the men and our way to get ahead yeah i, I always do no i don't <laughs> i love men do you <laughs> our friends they were just like you love boys you hate men yeah love boys hate yeah. men I hate the patriarchy I don't that, hate is, men. that sums you up the men in my life are fantastic the fact that we fit our bodies to these trends and then guys just get in dad bods like you didn't even carry the baby mums have to snap back and they're not allowed to have a mum bod. I reckon we should make mum bods. <laughs> I fucking support that. You're not growing the baby. like A big, flabby stomach <laughs> mum bod in a bikini. Mum bod. I fully support that. See how that. people like it. All right. What are you watching or reading this week or both? So I haven't done a lot of reading. I blame having a guest, but actually it's because I have finally discovered The Office. Oh, which one? The American one. I tried a couple of times to get into it and I just found it hideously painful. And then, honestly, you can't get through a Hinge profile without it saying something about Jim and Pam or The Office. I was like, there's... But really? Every single guy has it on there. And I just... That's so funny. I was just like, I can't get into it. These guys are all losers. And then I started from season two the other day when I was hungover and I cannot stop watching it. I'm obsessed with it. It's so Sam, good. My husband Sam is was obsessed with it. He watched it like back to back. So I kind of watched a few episodes with him, but I haven't like properly absorbed myself in it. But he was besotted it's with it. It's so good. I think it's one of those ones kind of like Parks and Recreation or like Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah. That you, once you care about the characters, you are in it. Yeah. And they will have that, yeah. will they, won't they, of like quite two main characters. So clever. That like keeps you, it's like Benson and Stabler and SVU, you know? And they're yeah. always like, well, they want they? It keeps people watching. The Mentalist, Lisbon and Jane. SVU is the best show in the world. Hands down. Bye, Phil. Yeah. While we're in SVU, I can't stop there. She is my favourite actress of all time. She's had so many women come to her and say that her character betrayal has like made coming forward easier and like speaking out. And she said she'll never play another character. I love that. And I love that she has a charity and like genuinely helps people through the role. So, so cool. Yeah, I reckon she's the one of the most iconic characters of all time. It's the longest running primetime drama. I know. Good for you. So I, this week, have been watching, as I mentioned last week, The Night Agent. How's it going? It's gone worse. <laughs> so, you know, I mentioned that the acting was absolutely terrible. Perfect. Yeah. It got worse. Like, it was so cringe at points that I was like, I can't believe someone signed this off. Like, it was so bad. Like, I just felt sorry for the actors. I was like, I can't believe you've been given this script. I mean, they probably should have not signed on to it. But anyway, it was really gripping. And like, I watched it right through till the end and I was quite addicted to it. But it did get worse. It really did get worse. And then since I finished that, I've started watching Diamond Diggers. I actually don't know if that's what it's called, but I think that's what it's called. A show about an orthodox Jewish family 
and they run Ooh, a diamond that's company. right up your street. I know. Is it real life? I found it. No, no, no. It's a drama. But I actually only got a few episodes and it's on Netflix because, again, like the acting in the script was just so bad. It's a Flemish show, actually, shot in Belgium with Belgium actors. And, yeah, just it just really wasn't the one. I was like, it sounded like a voiceover. Like, you know, when you watch European shows and they have an American voiceover. Yeah. It sounded like that's what was happening, but it wasn't. It was dubbing. Like it was them talking. Yeah. Oh, would you watch it with some? Would you try with subtitles and avoid the awkward dubbing? I don't think you can. I think it's shot in English. It just sounds like it's got dubbing, but it doesn't. Oh, that's so weird. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I implore you to watch it and then fall back. You've sold it to me. I'll get through the next six seasons of The Office, then I'll maybe look at joining you. I mean, don't suffering. really, really, I really don't. Want. But I really wanted it to be good because I love like orthodox religious. You really do shows. You know, I find them absolutely. Have fascinating. you watched Under the Banner of Heaven yet? No, I can't watch it because it's on Disney, and I refuse to pay for Disney. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to see how you were going to follow that. I'm up. honestly furious at O2 because I used to have Disney through oh. O2, and then. I made an international call when I wasn't supposed to have international calling. I didn't realize it was an international call. I got passed through from Emirates when we had our flight cancelled during COVID to get back to New Zealand. So I called Emirates and then I got passed through to an international team and I got charged £200 for the call. And anyway, so I was like, oh, two, I'm not paying that. Like, you should have never allowed that call to go through when I don't have international calling. So I was in a huge dispute with them. And then eventually they cancelled my home plan. I had. I did. I was in New Zealand when they cancelled it, so I couldn't call them. So I had to go and buy a new SIM. It's like Vodafone, a prepaid SIM. Pay 200 pounds calling back. And a prepaid SIM. Anyway, then I got back to the UK. I was in an argument with them for ages over it. And then finally we agreed to pay half each. So we paid half each, which I was still pretty disgruntled by. Then I lost. But then in that time, they took away my Disney and didn't go back. Just to punish you, really. Let's be honest. Call space space. And then I threatened to leave them. But then <laughs> the Brexit rules came in. O2 were the only one that was still offering European roaming. They did. This is true. Come to Vodafone. Yeah. Roaming's cheap. I've always got service. I love it. Yeah, maybe I should. Vodi's great. Kind of want to go to EE. No, based on nothing but vibes. Really? <laughs> They've got the best service, like cell service. I do like Kevin Bacon. He's in all their ads. When I got here, Voxy, which is on the Vodafone network, but it was for under 30s. I loved that. And then I started dating and he couldn't get on it because he was too old. And I really, I really enjoyed that. That was hilarious. Well, you could only be on it if you weren't, you were under It was like super cheap. It was for you. That's so funny. I know. Ageist. But I loved it because at that time, I was a youth. Yeah, that is nice. No longer. Whereas now. I am aged. I'm an aged woman. Yeah, so I do actually need some new shows to watch. If anyone listening has any recommendations, please send them. But don't send me anything on Disney. I'll be absolutely spilling of you. <laughs> You're going to get so many Disney recommendations. I do want to renew my Disney subscription just to watch High School Musical or the Musical series. Yeah. My favourite. The Viridrigo. Maybe I just need to bite the bullet and do it. I honestly think about it nearly every day. It consumes way too much of my thinking. And when you've popped out your kid, you're going to need Disney. I know, exactly. The kid needs Disney. The kid needs Disney. Maybe someone listening can give me their Disney log and I can watch Disney. Have Netflix gone through with that banning thing that they were going to do? I think so. That means I'm going to start hanging for my own Netflix. Well, they, they have in New Zealand anyway. Well, I haven't been kicked out of mum's account yet, and pray God I won't. Who are you with? My mom. Your parents? Yeah. All oh, right. The whole family is. But you can only have four profiles. So who misses out? Your sister. I don't know what she does. Maybe she's got her own. Oh, 
sucks to be her. Sorry. Classic oldest stitch up. I know. I've been since I've had my little sister here, I'm just like, oh, the youngest just don't even know how good they've got it, eh? It's so much easier being the youngest. And I was the youngest for eight years. Yeah. That would have been a real shock for you. It was. I know I talk about it all the time, but that was that was a really tough transition. Those were your glory days. I thrived from zero to eight. I really did. I got class prize. That was when I peaked academically. Yeah. You get bullied a lot by your older siblings. Oh, do you? Yeah. Yeah, but it's worth it because your parents love you and you're so spoiled. And then when uh, we bully Maddie, she's like, don't. And you idolize your older siblings too. You do. She's like, don't bully me. I'm like, this is part and parcel. We did have an argument about Gen Z's the other day. What was the argument? I said I really don't like that her generation cry and film it. Do they do that? All over TikTok. It's always like the beginning of a video is like someone crying. And and she was like, we're just better at dealing with mental health, which is true. That's what I said. I was like, and she did agree. She's very sound, especially for being so much younger. Like she's very like, you know, mature. I just, that wouldn't even cross my mind. It's not even that I'd think this is inappropriate. I genuinely would never think to pick up the camera and put it in front of my face. <laughs> if you are someone who films themselves crying, please tell yeah, us why. Yeah, right. Educate in. some millennials. That would be please. so interesting. Please. Just before we joined this, one of our friends sent to a group chat that meme that was like, our generation, the Spice Girls generation, <laughs> um, are the only generation to have both grown up with the internet but also have memories before. Which is so cool. So cool. I reckon that's my favourite thing I've ever heard. <laughs> what about when you found out you are pregnant? Nah, this is better. <laughs> I was shocked to find out I was pregnant. I actually like took a while to get excited because I was like, oh my God, like, wow, this has happened. Here comes a child. Yeah. You got so, there's so many aunties in town, you'll be fine. I know. Lucky in that way. No family. Oh, you got Blair. You've got a real auntie. And my brother's moving here, actually. Is he? When? Oh, my God. He's coming July, and I think he's staying with me for like a week, and then he's going travelling, and then he officially moves to London in October. And he's actually coming to stay with us when he gets like officially back to London when his visa starts, like two or three weeks before the baby's due. <laughs> and I'm like, you're not going to be able to stay that long because it's a nursery now. <laughs> he's absolutely devastated with the timing. He could stay on the couch if he helps with feeding. I can't deal with that. I can't have guests when I'm going into labour. You're so unreasonable. Um, that's so exciting. Oh, my God, I can't wait. I wish Maddie wasn't so much younger because I can't wait for her to move yet. Yeah, do you think she will? Yeah, 100% she will, but she's gonna. she'll be another, like, four years, which is such a shame. Oh, it's so exciting he's moving. Does he, is he moving with a girlfriend? Yeah, him and his girlfriend both moving. Oh, nice. I'm so jealous of that age. When you first arrive in London and like you haven't done anything yet and everything is so much fun, like I really envy people who are just about to have that experience. Like it's just the best, best days it's of like your life. Fever dream. Like everyone kept being like, you're going to love London. I just like wasn't excited. I was like, oh, no, 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 got here I was like I can't believe how fun this place is yeah and everyone was like well we just moved in a pack of 40 and everyone was single so fun so fun every gig like we'd go to the opening of an envelope it was so much fun and everyone was in really similar positions like earning a similar salary on the same wavelength just wanting to travel all the time wanting to go out to like heaps of fun yeah. gigs cheapest chip stuff it was so easy yeah days. I know, same. I feel nostalgic for those days, especially now that I'm pregnant, because I'm like, oh my God, like, they're so behind me. I mean, nah. You can still have fun. Parents can have fun. I've still never done infernos. Neither. Oh my God, get a babysitter and we'll get we'll get down there. 
I'm dying to do Inferno. We might, we might not be better than all the 18 year olds to be like, oh, who are those old women, those old witches on the dance floor? One of them's got a bombard. Get her out. <laughs> Get her out. Get that girl out of a crop Get top. <laughs> She's got a bombard. You can see her scar. <laughs> do you know what you want to do if you have the choice? As in go natural or have a cesarean. I want to go natural. I want to give birth naturally if I can. Yeah. I'd ideally not do the cesarean. Yeah. But, I mean, in saying that, if it's all turning to shit, I'm not going to be like, no. <laughs> Don't save my baby's life. Yeah, yeah. Quite interesting. They actually asked me in my first midwife appointment if I would be open to a blood transfusion. What? Oh, because some medical religious something people was to don't go wrong. allow it. Because religious people wouldn't be. But I was like, why would you even ask? Like, Don't even make that a question. Yeah, if you're a Jehovah's Witness, just say, I don't want one. They should have to front for that. But just don't go there. Just do you it. Like, don't ask them. Don't ask, don't tell. Just do yeah. it. Save their life. I don't know. I, I don't know. That's probably a super controversial no, thing to say. Contaminated blood. They can't go to heaven with dirty blood. Oh, right. Or something like that. That's the vibe. And they'd rather die pure, oh. I think. I think it is Jehovah's Witnesses too, but I'd need to need to right. verify that. Divisive divisive show today. Interesting. Yeah, we probably we should have probably alienated a lot of Jehovah's Witnesses. <laughs> what do you want to buy this week? Oh, I've just been making like shopping bags of skincare as I always do. And I'm obsessed with this new website called Like Skin. And it's all Korean skincare, which I think is very, very well known to be the best, best way to go. Get that like skin, but like Korean skincare. Glaze, donut, okay. glass skin. Look, that's the mm. that's what I'm hunting for. So I have like a hundred things. Is it expensive? No, it's not. I'm just like poor. Shit skin chat, yes. which is not what I'm calling this segment, is a girl who I follow on Instagram. Um, she talks a lot about Korean skincare. Yeah. 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 She's obsessed with it. I actually love her page. Yeah. God, I'd love to have a page like that. You should. You'd be amazing with a page Thank like you. that. I really I would love to. I would find that really helpful actually. You should. I only like to have one or two products on the go at a time. So like each, like I just have my Emma Lewisham stuff. Must be nice. Which I absolutely love, but I'll just use one product each night. I would never layer them. I think that's why that lasts me so long. That'd do it. So I, I rotate through them. I probably use six to seven products each time I wash my face. Wow. At the moment, I'm just focusing on like lots of light moisture layers because if I use a heavy one my makeup doesn't go on as well so I'm starting with hyaluronic acid on damp skin snail juice in I'm Moira moisturizer can you have snail juice if you're pregnant yeah I made that up but I don't see why not it's for like skin renewal okay I'm gonna get and then I do like omega water from Inculus and then I do ceramide like skin barrier protecting moisturizer and then either SPF or an oil to like lock it all in wow commitment baby that is quite the routine. I really want to get like more into that, but I think I just don't understand what can go together. So then I'm like, yeah, I don't know if these two products should be used. Yeah, fair enough. In conjunction. So then I just go for the one. And then I also quite like that I can analyze how it is the next day and I know exactly True. what each one True. has done. Like if I break out, I don't know what the fuck is doing yet. If it's like a new makeup product, if it's like I think I've just worked out that my Mac Skin Fix spray is breaking me out and um, often stuff with like very, very fine illuminating like particles like glitter break me out. Anything with silicon. I've got really sensitive skin and I break out all the time, but I still can't stop using. Oh, that's so annoying. So many products. <laughs> oh my God, you're actually going to die at this. I went to the airport the other day to, and I went to the bare minerals counter 
to try and replace my bare minerals powder, which I mm. absolutely love. You are so 90s. Okay. <laughs> it's like a matte powder. I really like it. You're lucky you've got naturally beautiful skin. I don't. It's just matte powder. <laughs> so I went and was like to them, like, hi. I, and I had it with me in my hand and I was like, can I just have this replaced? Because there's none left. Obviously, that's why you need to replace it. <laughs> and, and anyway, she looked at it and she was like looking at the back and she was like, oh, I think this is one of the older ones and we've got a conversion chart so we can like see what this, what the old colour was, what it's now called. I was like, perfect. She's like going through the conversion chart, like keeps staring at my thing, going through it. She's like, how old is this? She was like, it's before the conversion chart. And I was like, oh, I don't know. It's been a few years. I mean, you've been rocking that since you got to London. Oh, no, that's your mascara. Sorry to call you out. No, but- I'd, no I'd been using my, my bronzer and my foundation for like four years. You guys got me this for my birthday with my Ulta vouchers. I'm obsessed. It is the best foundation I've ever used. So light. Why is it so good? I don't know. I just love it. To be fair, I was using a seven pound one before that, so it's probably not. I think I use Bare Minerals foundation as well. I bet you do. What's wrong with Bare Minerals? <laughs> I remember wearing it in high school and like to me it's like in the dream Matt Moose is of the world, <laughs> oh, right. you know, but it's fine. It's- Matt Moose, yeah. I would love a Matt Moose foundation actually. That would be... That's my dream. I remember getting that like three shades too dark when I was 14. I don't like the like the glossy look so much on me. I think because I have a, I get really sweaty. True. I'm very dry. And so I'm just like, oh my God, everything is sliding off my face. I've got such dry skin, but I sweat a lot on my face. I want like little shiny bits. I just don't want the whole thing to be dewy. I don't like it all Do you dewy. Know what I mean? that's, that's a young person's game. Yeah. I can just feel it too much on my face when it's dewy. But it looks more like skin as well when it's a little bit more dewy, which is nice. Have you learned anything on social media this week? No, but I'm obsessed with, you know, Sydney Sweeney from Euphoria. Well, I don't know how Euphoria has come up twice in two weeks for me, but I absolutely love it. She, have you seen all the stuff about her? Isn't she, I've, I've seen that she was engaged and now she's rumoured to not be. Yes. So she's allegedly having an affair with Glenn Powell, who she's shooting a movie in Australia with. And him and his girlfriend. Yes, they do look very look cozy. cozy. She's so hot, eh? She's like the hottest person on the planet. She is so and hot. And his, apparently he I told... I really love her. I love her too. She told... He, apparently he, they've had an affair. He told his girlfriend she's dumped him. So they're officially over. Oh, shit. Him and his girlfriend are. But she's still engaged. But her fiancé is still clinging on. Yeah. He's 37. I was reading about him today. Runs a business. She's like, he he lets me shine like he's never threatened, which is nice. This is what we were talking about earlier. Oh, yeah, that is really nice. But then there's levels to it. Maybe a little bit threatened. Maybe he's just, yeah, maybe he's clinging on for dear life. I mean, wouldn't you? I'd fucking let her do whatever she wanted. Mm, yeah, I would actually. She's too young to be engaged. Sorry if anyone's engaged in that. You're that <laughs> Each to their own totally. But I do think that's very young. It's like Millie Bobby Brown, 19. Ah, what's the rush, baby? you got your whole life. Yeah. Too young. He's, I, I feel like, this is pure supposition, he's probably in love with her. They've had a little fling fling. She's not as in love with it. She's like, I'm not bringing him off my engagement. And he's like, well, yeah, I'm telling my girlfriend about us. So that's what I learned Trauma. all about that. So how old's the guy she's having an affair with? 34. Right, so there's like a 10-year age gap too. I guess she would be very mature for her she age, would be, wouldn't she? She'd like lively, at least her person. And I Reynolds, she was... 24 and he was 35 when they started dating. A sneeze of shock, I accept. A sneeze, sneeze of absolute shock. I didn't realise they had such a big age gap. 
No wonder he's just running around town. Uh, he was still married to Scarlett Johansson when they they were separated allegedly, but when they started working together, wow. he was still Scarlett Johansson, who's now with Colin Jost, who's the best. I reckon he'd be a really shit dad. Like, I know I've raised this with you before, but like, he is never there. Agree. Yeah, I think he'd be a shit dad. Like, he's actually living in the UK at the moment with this football team pretending to be Ted Lasso. Yeah. He, his family would never see him. Like, he's just had a baby. Like, yeah. who are your priorities, sir? I mean, he's very, very wealthy, which is handy. Like, because his baby's probably like, hee hee, I'm rich. I've <laughs> <laughs> ah, got a gold dummy. <clears throat> he doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, so Blake just never works anymore either, hey? Nah, well, she can't. She's got no support. I remember reading that about Kylie Jenner when she had Stormy. She was apparently like, the inside thing was that she just has so much staff. Like, a phenomenal amount. She was so young when she had Stormy. That doesn't surprise me at all. She doesn't. She doesn't really strike me as a particularly competent person either. Like you can't imagine. I her. agree. She seems super impractical. Just like oh wow, well, well, It was interesting. I listened to an interview with her the other day where she says she actually used to be a really like confident, outgoing person, and like around her friends, she was always like the jokester and like playing up. And she sort of still sees herself as that. But I wonder if people around her still see her as that. I I, I would. Doubt I feel it. like your face has to move to do comedy. <laughs> Yeah, that is that is an interesting point. See, she just offers nothing. Like that's why all the like TikTok like mimicry is then being like, what? What? Because their faces don't move. I do feel sorry for her though. I feel like she's sort of the only one of that family that's like just such a deadbeat. No, are you kidding? Courtney's allegedly the deadbeat. Yeah, she oh, does. Really, Kylie stands in the audience. What have you learned on the talk or on social media this week? I was actually watching something the other day that was about when does your partner will like when when you're dating someone when does that become boyfriend or girlfriend oh, i probably have a different view someone was saying it's when you move in together but that to me seems quite extreme but then i was no like maybe way. that is it these days like maybe at our way no way i've had an ex say that to me when i was like we're not a partner we're not a unit and he goes that happens when you move in together no but do you reckon how can you be a unit when not living together you're in love and you support each other then live together. <laughs> I get what you mean. You're way more of a unit when you live together, but like you can still like be mentally a unit without being physically a unit. I, I'm not sure I agree on the unit point, but I think you can I think you can be boyfriend, girlfriend without living together. I do I do of agree course. with that. Absolutely. One hundred percent I think at our age it is like it's definitely like more official when you're living I mean at any age it's more official when you live together. And it's hard to know like when you become official because you shouldn't really need to have a conversation at our age but because I have a crippling commitment phobia I always say hey we've got to have a conversation or I'm you know yeah so what what would what would happen these days there'd need to be a conversation when do you make it official I guess when the vibes right right and then you'd be like okay we are now exclusive and that's boyfriend girlfriend I've front-footed it by saying like I don't want this to be exclusive and they've said fine would you send gifts from you both before you live together? Yes. 100%. You would. Interesting. I think, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like I'm very out of touch on these subjects. I mean, fair. You've been off the market for like 13 years. We won't go there. <laughs> I think I think at this age, if, like, if I meet someone right now and like, we, you, yeah, I feel like you'd just kind of be like, cool, we're just not going to see other people. We wouldn't need to talk about it. Like I'd stop seeing other people. Right. like, Naturally, and you just fall into Because if you'd, you'd kind of only want to see them. I reckon you'd have to have a conversation. Maybe that's just me, but I feel like everyone would have to have a conversation. Sure. I think most people our age now would be like, you don't need to. Right. But I like to have one because 
Otherwise, I feel like I just... Fair enough. If you don't tell me to stop doing something, I'm not going to stop doing it. But yeah. that might be because I haven't like, met my person yet. I did actually... Oh, my God. I had I had this beautiful work dinner the other night. It was three-course divine. Got home, didn't even drink, and I it was so rich that I just spontaneously vomed. And I was like, this is such a shame. I woke up at three in the morning. I was like, something is not right. Oh, that's horrible. That actually happened to me once in Paris when I ate such a rich meal and then had cocktails afterwards and then felt so sick. I was at Soho House there, felt so sick, had to run to the bathroom and be sick. And I was like, honestly, you need to grow up. But I do think, I honestly, because I wasn't that drunk, I do think it was the food. I blame the food. I think it's the food. It's actually happened to me twice this year when I've had very rich red meat dishes, which is quite grim. It can sometimes do it. But I, I feel like I've got quite a strong stomach. Like I'm not really a spewy person. So it was quite rare for me. But anyway, here we are. We are where we are. We are where we are. You're a little bit more spewy now. What did you describe it as the other day? A helicopter spew? I can't. Oh, yeah, my helicopter spew. It was so funny. So I went into um, the toilet when I was staying with my brother and sister-in-law in France and someone had just been in there prior, which I knew before I went in, but I was just really desperate to go. The smell just hit me. And my gag reflex is honestly so bad these days. Like I'll brush my teeth and nearly be sick sometimes. Because she's pregnant. Just, just so we sort of that. Before I even had the chance to close the door, the vomit just came out of my mouth, and I had to spin around so fast to get it into the toilet, making sure I sprayed on the way round, and I had to clean it up afterwards. Like so embarrassing. I like went back to our room. My eyes were like all bloodshot. And Sam like took one look at me, and I was like, I've just been sick in the bathroom. And then his sister came in like two seconds after. And he was like, Alex has just been sick on the toilet. And then she was like, oh, my God, no. And it became this big drama. And I was like, oh, no. But then you had to clean it up. So just (laughs) ditch up. Well, I was already in there and I just gave it a quick wipe. It wasn't. It was mostly water because I hadn't eaten anything. Things women go through, so it's just water. Fucking harrowing. I hope your man is waiting on your hand foot. I know. It's pretty rough. Yeah, well, you'd hope so, wouldn't you? No, he has been pretty good. Yeah, he, he is. He is. Mostly he's good. pretty exceptional as far as, you know. I've basically given up doing all the washing and cleaning of the house. I came into the room the other night and I had literally piles of like undies and bras, T-shirts and jeans, like trousers. And he'd like bow, put everything into three piles. I was like, that's such a funny way to do it. Like I would just always do one pile, you know, with like the undies on the top. I wouldn't like do each what? person three do individual not, piles. Do you not do it in the pots and you just put them away? I'd always... I would. I'd do it in order, but I'd eventually put them into one pile because the whole bed was covered with all the different piles of clothing. Yeah, then you have to put them away right away. Yeah, that is a good point. Rather than just moving them to the chair. Do you know what the one good thing about me having a tiny room is I, you have to keep it tidy. Like my last room was so big, yeah. I could just leave shit everywhere. And now I have to like, yeah, which is very unlike me. I'm a bit like that with our room. We've got a lot of surfaces yes. going on. Sam like has this weird like mini putt thing. No, it's like a little like, golf it. yes. putter thing. And he like and he's got golf balls and stuff, and he leaves them on this little like table that we've got that our mirror sits on. And I'm, I honestly said to him the other day, I was like, this has got to go. Like it annoys me so much. And he was like. You're being a psycho. They're golf balls. Like, there's nowhere else for them to go. They're and ugly. I didn't, they're so ugly, but I actually didn't have anywhere else for them to go because our house is so small. And we have so much stuff. <laughs> so I lost the battle, but I was like, this can't You'll win stay. the war. Like, I'm going to have to get rid of these golf clubs. I mean, you could put them balls. somewhere in the kitchen, one of those drawers. They're full. They're at max capacity. I do need to do a clean out, to be fair. Before the baby comes, that is one thing I'm going to do. Yeah. 
to be fair, moving into this tiny place was, I threw out so much stuff and it is like, it was, or, I feel liberated. Like I'm such a hoarder. It's, it's such, such a good, a good feeling. feeling. I don't miss the fucking tank tops I bought when I was 26. I don't miss You'll the, never think the, of the foundation memory. that I that broke me out and I've kept for four years just in case. Like, yeah. No. Just in case there's an emergency. No, or just in case my skin changes. Like, no. When I moved to London, my sister said that <laughs> my room and the bathroom looked like I had never left. <laughs> <laughs> And I refuse to throw Obviously anything out. So like my bathroom drawer still to Chocolate. this day is just filled with like all my old make makeup and skincare. My wardrobe's like filled with all my old clothes. And I don't want any of it. But every time I go home, I'm like, oh, memories. I keep a lot of clothes memories. Yeah. Like it's your parents' job to be your at-home storage unit. Everyone knows that. Exactly. I feel really sorry for the people who like downsized after you move. And you, they're like, get rid of all your shit. Like, no, this should be I a know. tome to me. This should be a monument to me. Like Prince Harry, we... <laughs> Camilla turned his room into a dressing room or whatever. Iconic. How many, like, 127 bedrooms? So And she funny. chose him. She's a fucking, she's crack up, eh? I got a lot of time so for Queen Cammy. Yeah, I reckon that's iconic. <laughs> iconic behaviour from Wicked stepmother, but, like, so jacked. Also, like, he literally moved from one palace into another palace. Like, he moved from Clarence House into KP. Like, you'll, you'll probably you'll be survive. Fine, you know, you've got another room. Yeah, and like you live in a different somewhere country. to go. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. do you have a takeaway for us this week? I do. I can't believe it's already time I to know, wrap up. I feel like this I goes know, so quickly, but we have run out of time. So, my insight for this week that I, I read online somewhere that you should always display public and socially really like positive behavior that means that people give you a really positive response and then that builds your self confidence. So, if you're feeling insecure, Try and behave in like a really happy, lovely, way. Um, not not controversial way. For, just for a bit, not forever. <laughs> um, and people will be really receptive to that and come with you, meet you in a really positive manner, and it will build your self confidence up. So I just thought that's that was really quite nice. insightful. That's kind of like what you told me about the children, children who aren't raised. Yes, really similar to that. Like kids that if you don't, if you're not raised with good manners, then. You end up having bad interactions with people in public and so you become more antisocial yeah. as you grow up because you think of yeah, the exactly. outside world as unpleasant. Because adults lie to you because they're like, oh, you're a horrible child, but they're having to lie and be nice to you in public. And you can tell that they're lying to you and mm. other children don't want to play with you. So they display bad behavior to you as well. And then you just become a really antisocial mm. person. Or other adults don't lie to you and they're like, fuck off. Yeah, true, true. So yeah, that was my that was my insight That's for this week. That's a very good insight. That's a great takeaway. I thought it was quite interesting. Um, what's your takeaway? Do you have one? I didn't think I would be doing one. And I have nothing prepared. You can write on mine. My takeaway is live for now, but prepare for tomorrow. <laughs> How's that? Where the fuck did you pull that from? <laughs> I don't ever prepare for tomorrow, but I'm really good at living <laughs> for now. You are great at living for now. Do as I say, not as I do. Mm, I love that line. Do as I say, not as I do. Best, isn't it? That's so good. My mum used to always say it. Be she does. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. As always, please send us any messages on Takeaways Pod on Instagram. We would absolutely love to hear from you. Um, and yeah, otherwise, listen out for next week. Bye, Bye guys.